Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of Michigan Pathways. I'm your host, John. And on today's show, we're going to look at tips for us older hikers. But also, real quick, we're just going to give a shout out to uh, everybody that's out on the trail this morning. I hope you guys are bundled up and staying uh, warm while you're out there, but know that conditions are always changing. I know from Gaylord on up to the bridge and then across the whole UP, uh, there's a lot of snow and a lot of cold weather, so be careful out there, folks. Especially if you're out there for the first time and you know battling the weather, just make sure we've got you know you're labor layering your clothes properly, and you are definitely noticing the signs of I need to get out and I need to get warm. So uh, stay safe, okay, folks. So real quick, I want to say thank you to all the listeners. And also Anchor and Spotify for hosting this show, getting it out there to you guys. And I hope you guys are enjoying it. So as we are narrowing ourselves down, by the end of this year, I think for uh, the 13th, I'm looking at my calendar, is the end of the first season. So we'll just call it January of next year. We'll be looking at the second season of Michigan Pathways with a couple new... Uh, outings and such like that and then maybe on to something a little bit different so hopefully everything kind of goes the way i'm hoping but we'll see so on to today's show we're looking at uh tips for us older hikers now when i see older hikers i'm talking about when you've left kind of like 35 ish and then you're heading into your 40s it's quite a big area i understand that but we want to look to, you know, make sure when we're training and stuff that we're listening to our bodies and understanding that if something's wrong, we need to pay attention to it, uh, whether we've got gear on or not. So that's always the biggest thing for me is listening to the creeks, the, the muscles, you know, tensing it up, especially if we haven't used them in a while. That's a really great thing. So first off, we're going to say, as I said, listen to your body. Uh, start yourself slow. Make sure that you put in your equipment slowly into your backpack. Take a week, two weeks. I always try to do at least a month out um, once I've established my date of when I'm going to go. So I can start working with uh, even the food. By then, you should have your food. Uh, even put the water in. The water that you are carrying, you should have it with you as well. So increase that and then increase a half a mile to a mile each day, you know, up to, you know, five or six miles, smaller areas and such like that. So you get onto your bigger through hike or uh, a section hike or even um, what other projects you got in mind as well. So on to the next one, trekking poles. There's nothing wrong with having trekking poles. I love them, I use them, and they definitely come in handy when you're going up and down. Even though I did take a nasty spill during my last uh, encounter out, it uh, did help on a lot of descents and such like that that were slippery. So also knowing how to use your trekking poles correctly and what also the, um, I want to say the discs or the, the, the applications that they have, knowing which ones to use in snow 
or ice or also in sand. So make sure you know you know how to use your trekking poles correctly as well. Even holding them, holding them wrong could definitely hurt you in the end. So uh, number three, hike your own pace. We've heard this time and time and again, but to us older ones, hike your own pace. Do not try to keep up with that guy that's 25 to 30 years old or even younger because you can't do it anymore. Don't kid yourself. This is when accidents happen. So try to keep that in mind. Always give yourself some distance between you and a couple other hikers. If you're hiking with a group, station everybody out. Don't have everybody on top. I know we all want to sit there and talk and have a great time, and that's what we're all here for. But when we're seriously trying to cover some ground, uh, I know you're looking at a five to six mile area that you're trying to cover, spacing everyone out, still keeping everybody in sight is a really hard thing to do. But it's also easier on those that are, you know, a lot older and such like that. But the best thing is for the older ones to stay in the center. Don't have them in the beginning and don't have them in the end because sometimes you may not uh, know if something's happened. So keeping a younger one in front and somewhat a younger in the rear, keeping the older ones in the center helps them out as well. Also, when we are carrying our first aid kits, we also should look at an enhanced medical kit. And we all have the ibuprofen and such like that. But also making sure that we have aspirins, pure aspirin, and I'll tell you why here in a second, your meds that you do use on a day-to-day basis. And if you have, you know, if you have to carry uh, a pen of some type, making sure that you know how to store that properly and it's not going to get damaged or go bad on you. But that being said, going back to the aspirin and, you know, making sure that if you are having a heart condition, you know, aspirin can help stop or slow down a um, heart attack (laughs) always going to have a pop up right here in the middle of the show (laughs) so making sure that we have all the proper meds and even a medical ID tag if you're a diabetic or you have some other type of medical condition there is nothing wrong with you having one and letting everybody else know because if something happens and you go down and you're unresponsive and you need penicillin or you don't need penicillin, you know, whatever the conditions may be, you you should always have that discussed before you go out. So know what's going on as far as your medical. Also, uh, number five here, know your feet. Always, always have really good, you know, keep up on your feet and such. With that being said, there's nothing wrong with going to a doctor, you know, a couple of weeks out, looking at your feet, you know, getting x-rays and making sure that you're able to carry the weight. But also, if you need special inserts or socks to help with circulation in your feet, then it would be a good time to get that going before you start doing it in your walking. Also, uh, number six here, sore muscles. So... When we get to sitting down or we get to uh, our camp for the day and we're done, it's a good thing to 
have one of those little round uh, cork balls or just some type of small hard ball that we can use to help with sore muscles. Always a good thing. to And don't ignore those folks going to bed because you will feel it the next day. So you even have to get in the cold water to kind of help, you know, ease the muscles up a little bit. Definitely do that. So also follow up with your doctor. Make sure that you're okay to go out to do this. You just don't want to say, well, I'm just in great health. I'm, we all like to get ourselves. We're all in great health, but we know darn well we're not. I'm 46. And I know I'm not in the greatest of health, but I try to, you know, talk to my doctor, say, hey, this is what I'm going to be doing. This is what, you know, he suggests or so on and so forth. So following up with your doctor is always a good thing to make sure that you are all right to do what you're doing. Also, uh, number eight, eating and drinking. Guys, ladies, do not pass up on this. Knowing how to eat before you go out there, you know, the meals and stuff and change of sodiums will be high. <laughs> Unless you're doing your own uh, you know, meals and that type of thing. You can really control the salt. But we know we get it's easy to grab those mountain house meals. And it's easy to... Um, you know, just pack that stuff away. Knowing a lot of salt and stuff can bring on edema, swelling, and it can cause a lot of pain and discomfort while you're out there. So when you're eating, make sure you're eating three times a day or you're eating twice a day and you're drinking plenty of water. Get yourself on a regimen before you go out there. I know sometimes we eat three times, sometimes we eat twice. It's just everybody's different. So I do highly recommend you get on an eating schedule at least a couple weeks before you go out so you have an idea of what is going on as far as noticing when you're hungry or you're you're thirsty. So last and final one are the warning signs. Don't ignore them, guys and ladies. If you know something's wrong with your feet, you're feeling hot spots, you're feeling, you know, something's not right on your feet, stop. You know, it, it may be the most inconvenient place to stop, but it's one of those that you need to kind of, you know, get addressed. So always, you know, chest pains, soreness in arms, um, anything like that. Know what the signs are before you go out there. So that way you are ready for, you know, any kind of emergency. Not trying to scare anybody here as far as backpacking, but... The older we get, sometimes it's it's harder to recognize, you know, signs and symptoms. But we all need to do it while we're out there having fun. So with that being said, I am off onto the uh, trail today. Just do a little bit of walking here locally. And I uh, will definitely, hopefully, see you guys on the trail. Take care. <laughs>